forget everything you've ever heard about dieting. What if you could eat the foods you love and find a way to get fit that was actually enjoyable? Welcome to Have It All with Devin Alexander. The chef from TV's Biggest Loser has lost 70 pounds and kept it off for over 30 years. She has also helped others to stop yo-yo dieting and actually transformed their lives. Now, here's your host, Devin Alexander. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. Today, we're talking about style. So, I first, I'm going to give you a baby update. I've been uh, talking very freely about the fact that I am about to acquire a foster baby girl, and I'm so excited. My phone could ring at any minute. It's the craziest feeling, and I go through these waves of it could happen right now, and then it just feels so surreal, but everything's set up in the past week. We've gotten the car seat, and and the whole, I mean, it's friends have been so generous with shower gifts and it's crazy. So that's needless to say, hugely on my mind. But today, as I said, I am going to share a little bit about my journey with clothing and the like, and then I'm bringing in a friend who is amazing. Her name is Lauren Messiah and she has a brand called School of Style, and she's done a makeover on me, Um, but we're gonna talk to her about fashion and how what we wear can completely overhaul our lives, and then we're also, she's like really built her business and her brand in recent years, and I've watched it happen, And so she's going to give us some tips on that, too. So stay tuned for that in a few minutes. But first, I wanted to kind of out myself. So I've never been a fashionista. I just haven't. Uh, I've never been one of those people who's looked at labels. I've never really cared. To be honest, I think part of it was because... When I was really overweight in high school, everybody was wearing guest jeans and they didn't even make them big enough for me to wear. So it super bummed me out. And I think in a weird way, it made me just not care about fashion and not care about clothes because if I cared, then that would have really upset me that they didn't make guest jeans. So fast forward for years and years and years, I used to wear, even after I lost weight, I would wear like men's flannel shirts in the winter, often with little skirts too, but just baggy stuff. And then I'd also wear like lots of men's t-shirts and just never anything fitted. And one of my girlfriends did an intervention on me and she's just like, you know what? We have to get rid of this stuff. Like your body's great now. Just throw it away or not throw it away but you know let's gift it all to goodwill or somewhere and then you can start feeling great in your body and she's like and if you don't feel great then do something about it but don't take all these clothes so in a very emotional thing for me I truly got rid of all of it and I literally today live in a place where I don't allow myself to wear those baggy things because when I'm not wearing them, it really does push me to keep my body as it is, which I have for 17 years now. Uh, although uh, admittedly I've gained a couple pounds recently after my car accident, it's a lot harder to work out and I'm working on that. Like if, if you're following me on Facebook live and Instagram, you'll see these past couple of nights, even I've been at the gym late at night, even though I don't like the gym last night, I played tennis. Fortunately, I found someone to play with, but it was crazy. And then the other portion of the intervention that's happened is I used to wear only Ann Taylor, which I guess 
I mean, I like it, but a lot of people, I guess, thought it was too conservative. And when I started showing up, you know, on TV and things, I had a boyfriend who at dinner one night declared that the only thing he didn't like about me was my clothes. And I nearly fell over. And I'm like, seriously? So he hated my shoes so much that he was like, for every pair of shoes you get rid of, I'll buy you a new pair. Well, this led to girlfriends coming together and really changing my whole persona. Uh, And so it's really interesting because I truly feel like my life has changed numerous times through my change in clothing. And I know my guest, Lauren Messiah, as I said, agrees with this. And so I'm going to bring her on now. She is a Los Angeles-based personal stylist, speaker, educator, and style expert. She has a unique ability to change the way people feel about themselves that enables them to become the versions they want to be. And this is really true. I've seen her do it. Lauren provides high-end one-on-one styling service for her pla- for her private clients, as well as through her online learning platform, Personal Style University. Lauren also runs a second business to educate fashionistas about pursuing styling as a career at her renowned fashion school, School of Style. The biggest gift Lauren gives her clients is the ability to discover their best, most powerful selves. She doesn't just style her clients, she gives them self-esteem a major boost. As a result, they look like the person they've always felt like inside. Her focus is on helping you better or feel better faster by transforming you from the inside from the outside in. Welcome, Lauren. Hey. I love that you've been featured in so many places and that you are just an absolute, first of all, sweetheart. I, it's so funny because we met many years ago, as you know, and through a group of friends and then we re-met, which I always feel like when you meet someone twice like that, like you're totally destined to meet. Right? That was so weird. Like, we I met, know. We met in, what, 2009? And then, yeah, years later, it's like, hey, it's you. So cool. <laughs> yeah. And you've just come such a long way. Not that, I mean, you've always just been amazing and had such an amazing aura about you and, and a great style yourself. But now to see you in an entrepreneur organization, like totally killing it on so many fronts just makes me so happy. Thank you. And I loved hearing your story, your fashion journey. I was over here like, oh my gosh, this is the best story I've ever heard. So this is so cool. It's true. Like I really have made so many transitions and I know, I mean, this is a lot of what you talk about, but it's like I've hid behind style many times. And I really do believe like it goes back to that guest gene thing. Yeah. I mean, just the fact of like so many people I think can identify with what you shared about if I ignore it and pretend that I don't care, then it's not going to bother me. But deep down, like it bothers you, you know, and there comes to a point where you have to do something about it. So I just love that you shared that. So like gave me chills. Well, so if people are not in their perfect body right now, which I mean, we're women, are we ever in our perfect body? But let's just say like you have, you know, 10 to 100 pounds to lose. Like what is the first step in feeling great from a style perspective? Yeah, I would say that the whole like when I lose the weight is probably the biggest excuse that I get from people that are debating working with me. They're like, I really want to hire you. I really want to change my style. I really want to buy new clothes. But after I lose the weight, 
I'm going to do it. And for me, that's like the worst thing (laughs) that you can do (laughs) because it shouldn't like, you shouldn't be punishing yourself in every single area of your life just because you need to lose weight. So it's like, why would you not look your best, feel your best, like enjoy the pleasure of purchasing something new just because you're not at your goal weight? Because like you said, are we ever? (laughs) Well, yeah. Are we ever? And I agree with you because one of the major things that I've learned is like you have to feel your best now and believe in your power and, you know, and that leads to more power when you're in this downward spiral of wearing flannels like I'm guilty of. You just hide behind it all and you're really hiding on so many more fronts. Yeah, you're hiding, you're punishing yourself um, and you're almost like you're almost setting yourself up for failure because like you don't have anything to go for. Like if you're just keeping the same fat clothes, you know, as people sometimes call them, then you're not really going to be motivated to like take it to the next level or like go further. And people think the opposite. Like if I buy clothes for the body I'm in now, then I won't want to spend again later. Um, but like, what a reward, (laughs) you know, it's like everyone feels really good when they go shopping, like I fit into the smaller size, like celebrate that. It's totally fine. Uh, something I talk about a lot is having a weight loss wardrobe. So when you are actively working to change your body, lose weight, get healthier, you know, set goals for yourself and set a timeline and you can work your style into that timeline. So you're like, great, I'm going to lose X amount of pounds by this date. Well, let's buy a wardrobe that works for you until that date. And maybe you're not going to spend the amount that you would typically spend. So instead of going to Nordstrom and buying an entire new wardrobe that won't be any good in six months to a year, why don't you go to Nordstrom Rack and buy things that are a little bit cheaper? Or why don't you buy clothes that are knit that are going to kind of move with you. Everyone gives leggings, you know, a lot of crap, which, you know, living in leggings is not like the best (laughs) option, but like there is, there are pants, there are tops, there are sweaters that are in like a knit like material that are going to move with you as you're on your weight loss journey. So don't wait, just make sure you're purchasing a wardrobe that's going to work with you uh, to help you reach your goal. Right. I mean, I obviously completely agree with that. I'm curious when someone comes like say, I mean, I was lucky because I got a mini makeover from you one night. We had our, every, we were showing Lauren off at our entrepreneur group, basically, I guess is the best way to describe that. And she made a few of us over to show everybody how amazing her, uh, I guess her services are is the best way to put it. And, uh, I wore something that I would never have otherwise worn and everything that I tried on was not something that you would look similar to what I would currently find in my wardrobe and it was actually really fun. So I would love for you to describe to people, like say I hire you as a client for a full makeover. What's the first step? Great. So the first step 
is I like, and you know, for your makeover, we did a mini makeover. We totally have to do like a full on makeover for you. (laughs) Maybe we can like document it or something on video because I think it would be really fun. Um, But what I didn't get to do with you is completely get inside your head. And, you know, for me, that's really the first step because I like to make style a deeper experience than just like, oh, I have this fabulous stylist who's just going to dress me up in crazy clothes that look like the clothes she wears. Like, that's totally not me. So I want to figure out, like, what are your goals in your career, in your love life, in your personal life, and then kind of move backwards, like kind of reverse engineer the perfect life and figure out, like, how are you going to suit up for that? So once I figure out who you are, your personality, your goals, then we start making a game plan. So I use Pinterest a lot in my Mm -hmm. business. I love Pinterest. So I'll make a Pinterest board that the client can collaborate on so we can start getting visual representations of what what I think would look good on you and what you're naturally gravitating towards. Um, So many people feel that they're not fashion people like they're not stylish so they really ignore their natural instincts because they're afraid that they're going to be judged or someone's going to be like you could never pull that off or that outfit's crazy Uh, but I really want to see like what do you like because your instincts we tell people to trust them for everywhere else why not your style so once we get a visual kind of roadmap of what your style is going to look like. And I describe it on paper, like, this is your new sense of style. This is how you're going to feel in your clothes. This is how you're going to look in your clothes. Um, Once we're both in a, you know, in agreement that this is the plan, then I go shopping and I like to shop all over, you know, it's not like just going to one store and calling it a day. It's hitting up 10 stores and getting a zillion options because I think as you experienced during the mini makeover, like it was mini. So we didn't have (laughs) a lot of different options or time to try them on. But if you try something on and you feel defeated by it, it doesn't fit. um, The color's not right. The style's not right. Then you feel like a loser. You're like, see, I told you like nothing ever fits me. I can't wear this type of of jean. Um, When you have more options and you kind of take, the pressure and intensity out of clothing, it becomes fun. So I have like so much, so many options and music and food and (laughs) conversation. And it just becomes like dress up, like how style is supposed to be. And then once we figure out like what you want, um, I always tell the clients, don't look at prices. Don't look at sizes. Just enjoy yourself. Um, and then once the client decides what they want, uh, they keep it and everything else I take back. And then we kind of check in. Um, I call it a style journey, um, you know, to see how things are working for you. So you can really embrace your new look. And my clients' lives completely change. They get promotions. They get married. Their, you know, confidence is through the roof, which obviously impacts every other area of your life. So it's a pretty special process. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, we have to go to break in a couple minutes, but I kind of want to put a bug in your ear of what we're going to talk about when we get back. So honestly, I get really anxious um, in that process. Um, And part of it is 
so I'll go the one time I tell boyfriends they never want to be around me. Like, I think I'm otherwise like really easy to get along with. I'm pretty easygoing. But like when I have to find clothing to wear on television <laughs> last <laughs> yep. minute, and it is like, I am just, it is horrible. And then I once had a publicist and I know this is not you, but I once had a publicist make me go shopping before I was shooting my show for PBS and I had to find 56 changes of clothing in a couple weeks. And she's like, you always wear A-line dresses. They always look the same. She's like, you can't wear this stuff. And she was so mean. She was like beating me up in a dressing room. Like put, I mean, I literally full on had a breakdown and I've, that's probably the only breakdown of my life. Um, but she was putting me in these dresses that were like super baggy and were going to look terrible on TV. And I'm like, if it's going to look like I binged on potato chips, I better have binged on potato chips. Like, I don't want to look huge. I want to wear something fitted. So, uh, as I said, I've had those kind of crazy journeys. We're going to go to break now. And I'd love for you to address like how you might deal with someone like me. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Tune in to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and special VIP co-hosts for an entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussion with some of the top stars in their fields, from business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, literature, and current events. If you're looking for what's next and comparing it to what's now or what's past, look no further than The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. 
Hey everyone, I'm back with Lauren Messiah, stylist extraordinaire, and I'm lucky to call her a friend as well. Uh, we were just talking, well, I guess I was sort of confessing that I'm a nightmare when it comes to style and clothing and the fact that interventions have been done on me and I get incredibly anxious, which is all exacerbated by the fact that I've got to have different changes of clothing constantly, especially when I'm doing a TV show. Like, it's one thing to find a couple outfits to wear. It's another to find 56 changes of clothing in a week. Go! So, Lauren was just about to address what she would do with someone like me who's a, you know, totally anxious wreck um, to make this process um, feel like cozy and good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, people like you who are like anxious messes are my favorite people to work with because when I found, and that's the whole reason why, like when I started my career as a stylist, I started out doing like celebrity styling and models, magazine shoots, and it really just was not rewarding to me. Like seeing my name in a magazine of like styled by Lauren Messiah did nothing for me. But when I, when I worked with women who felt completely just broken by clothing and fashion, and I was able to like swoop in and help them in a short period of time, I was like, that is the jam. So the journey of my career of like, you know, figuring out who my perfect client is and all of my marketing, I found when I worked with those women and, you know, there's nothing wrong with them. There's like, there's all different types of people. Um, But people are like, oh, I want the newest, you know, blah, blah, blah bag or like, make sure I'm the first to get this. I'm like, no, like no connection. I love the people that are like, I literally just finished crying in my closet. (laughs) Help me. Because I find like with anything, I'm sure like you can relate in weight loss. Once you get to that moment in your life where you're like, I cannot do this anymore. Like I'm just so done. That's when like the best growth comes because you're just, you're freaking sick of it. But you know, like you're in debt and you're sick of it and you want to be out of debt. You're overweight. You're sick of it. You want to lose the weight. So when you come in, um, you know, to a styling experience of like, I'm done. It's literally the best because we can get to the core of why these things are really bothering you. You know, it's never about the clothes. Like to me, the clothing is just a vehicle to get you where you want to go. Like for you having anxiety about looking like you've binged on potato chips before you go out on air, like that's a lot deeper than that the dress sucks. You know, it's like, you don't want to be judged. You want to represent like who you are as a brand. And I can help a person like you get in touch with that because then it makes the clothing part easy. It takes the negative energy out of it of like, no, that doesn't represent me. I'm not wearing that. I know that this particular thing does and I can own it and feel confident in it. So it's just getting to the core is really the secret. Well, I think it's really interesting that you were talking about how it's like helping the people individually that's so much more rewarding than the line in the magazine. And it's funny because I feel the same way. Like people often ask me, you know, I work a lot. And for so many years, like what drove me was things like at one point I was on Discovery Health's National Body Challenge, which was a show that predated Biggest Loser. And this family, like they made them eat like super healthy food for two weeks or whatever, a month, whatever it was. 
and they felt super deprived. And then they bring me in to make tacos for them. And like, they were jumping up and down, like they won the lottery and were acting like I was the lottery. And I'm like, it's tacos, you know? (laughs) And, and so I totally get that. And I agree with you. And I think it's really funny that like, I talk about this on the show a lot, like how we have our blocks And like when I was trying to lose weight, I swore that I was and I was doing everything I could. And I had peanut brittle under my bed at all times that I was like eating in the middle of the night and eating whenever. But I would tell you that I was trying and trying and trying. And so I think I hope we're not going too deep into my psychology right now. But, um, you know, this is really resonating with me because yes, it is. I mean, I know that the dress thing is, you know, I worked really hard to lose weight. So I'm, I don't want to wear something baggy on camera. That's going to make me look bigger than I am. Um, but I am curious, like, I, I guess I sort of know the answer to this because you did do a fabulous mini makeover on me and I did feel really good, but I've had stylists to be honest that are, it's almost more like, you know, if you dress for your body and you're good at what you do, like you are, you can bring out my good features. But some stylists are like, oh, you look amazing in that. And like the publicist, I mean, who wasn't a stylist, I'm like, no, I don't. I look like I'm wearing a potato sack, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so funny. I had that same experience. I, um, it's coming out soon, so I can't like say exactly what it is, but I just did this ad campaign where I was like in the campaign as like you know an expert person or whatever so they had a stylist on set and you know she's fabulous and she's very talented and we got along really well but there's you know she's getting direction from the director and there's you know all the different chiefs in the teepee and I knew that I did not look good in what they chose for me like I didn't look good. I didn't feel good. And Mm. everyone there was telling me like, no, it looks great. Oh my gosh, you're crazy. Your body's amazing. I'm like, no, I'm very aware of like what my body is. And I'm aware of like how to make it look amazing. And this does not look amazing. (laughs) Yeah, that must be particularly crazy for you. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, I'll only wear it if I can put like some sort of like belt to like define my waist and can we make it shorter so it hits the right part of my leg so it looks flattering on camera. And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And then we get on camera, they rip off the belt, they pull down the dress and, you know, it's like, it doesn't feel good. And that's just, I know (laughs) I do it for a living, but like, I just know that even that felt so crappy for me that that's how it is for, for other women. So, you know, once you get to that understanding, I love how you said blocks because something, um, I have like virtual services for my clients and they go through these different worksheets. And one of them is the style roadblocks worksheet oh. and like before you even like clean out your closet or think about your favorite style icon it's like what is that stuff that's stuck in your head and like once you just sit down and like think about it and write about it you're like oh my gosh like the fact that I didn't get to pick out my clothes as a child or I had a client that I was working with yesterday um she's in the UK so we're doing everything over Skype but she's like you know I grew up poor and I only had one dress and now she's totally retaliated and gone the other way. (laughs) She buys like every day after work, she buys new clothes because she can, like she has a great job now, but it's still, it's like filling this void. Um, She still doesn't understand why she's buying things or 
how to really make her look good. So like once you go back and get those blocks out, you're like, oh my gosh, this is all changed. <laughs> and like, I'm actually good at styling myself. Like, I don't want my clients to feel like they have to have me. I want to give them the power to know how to do it themselves because it's in there. Yeah, that's super cool. You know, one of the funny things with me is forever in my weight loss journey, I fantasized about being able to wear, quote, anything. And I thought that I would get to a size that... I would just be able to go in a store and throw anything on and it would look great. And I'm sure you will agree with me when I say it never works that way. Nope. (laughs) Nope. You know, everyone has different size of everything. I got super fired up. I do these like Lauren rants on social media, uh, but I have a, a series on my YouTube channel called dress right for your body type. And then I have a corresponding like virtual course, you know, that gives you a deeper dive and like how to dress for your shape. And, you know, I brought in clients and had them as models, you know, to show off the different body types, the different outfits. And just, you know, in the comments, people body shaming, oh, she's too skinny, you should show real women. Um, Every woman is a real woman. And every woman, whether she's a size two, or a size 22, is going to have struggles with their body image and struggles with finding something to wear. Like no one can just pull something off the rack and be like, oh, it fits. I hit that weight where it's perfect. You're still going to have boobs that are too big for your liking or ankles that aren't there, (laughs) you know? So it's, yeah, it's that like understanding, getting past the blocks and getting the knowledge. So you can feel powerful in clothes and know like, I'm not going to try that dress on. I'm going to look like a sack of potatoes and it's going to make me feel like garbage. So you just know to not pick that. Well, right. And for me, it was actually really freeing to get that small for even a short period of time to realize that it was never going to be that way because then you start, you stop obsessing about it, I guess is the best way to, to say it. Like, it's like, Oh, okay. I'm always going to have to dress for my body type. I'm always going to have to learn things. Um, and I can stop trying to be so perfectionistic with food, which was also a major, you know, I guess epiphany for me that, that really helped, but can you address a little bit about dressing for body types? Yeah. A little specifics. Totally. So I was, you know, there's so much information out there about dressing for your body type. And it's so confusing because it's like, I'm an apple, I'm a pear, I'm a banana, I'm an inverted triangle. Like everyone has this like crazy terminology. And I was actually trained by Stacey London from What Not to Wear. Ah, cool. And she described the different body types in a way that I was like, oh, that totally makes sense. There's, you know, five different types and it's all about where you carry your weight. So there's like bigger on the top, bigger on the bottom, bigger in the middle, proportional, which is like your classic hourglass and then no curves. So it's very easy to identify like, oh, I carry my weight in my chest or I carry my weight in my hips. So you don't have to figure out like what fruit, vegetable, desk, <laughs> are. and you know, the cool thing about knowing your body type which I think you really described well, is whatever your body type is, it's always the same, whether you're a size four, a size eight, a size 12, a size whatever, it's just the way that you gain weight. So you just scale up 
based on whatever your size is at the time. So if you have identified that your A-line dresses fit great on you, they're always going to fit great on you, whether you're one size or another size. So just understanding how to dress for your body type makes shopping so much less stressful um, and just makes getting dressed and flattering your figure really easy. Yeah. I mean, as someone who was, I completely agree with that. As someone who was a size two and a size like probably 20 or something, um, you are correct. I can say that with a certainty. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, it's cool because once you know that you, you don't have to beat yourself up. Like you were saying, like you thought once you got to a certain size, you could wear anything. It's like, no, you're still, you still get to wear the same stuff. It's just a different size, you know? So so many people, everyone says like my number one, you know, my top uh, commentary I get is like nothing ever fits me um, or, you know, uh, whatever I said earlier, I'll wait till I lose the weight. So those can just totally go away once you have the right information. Like nothing will ever fit you if you pick the wrong stuff. <laughs> right. Now, obviously everybody should go to your website and check out all your materials, but for people at home right now, like, is there something they could go, you know, walk away from the show and go in their closet and what would you have someone look at or look for, or, you know, think about? I would say this is like one of my classic pieces of advice that has helped a lot of women. Think about the, pick three words that you would like to best represent who you are. And then look in your closet and see if what you have is, repre is representing that. So, you know, for me, maybe it would be that I want to be, um, powerful, fashion forward, and sexy, you know? So if you, mm -hmm. if those are your words, you go in your closet and you're like, okay, all of these flannel shirts, that doesn't <laughs> say powerful. Like that doesn't say sexy. That doesn't say fashion forward. Like I just cleaned out my closet yesterday and there's stuff that I like and it fits, but I'm like, this doesn't represent where I'm going in life. Um, one of my big style breakthroughs that I had was being an entrepreneur. I was finding success in my business, but not exactly where I wanted it to be. And people were not taking me seriously. I'd go into meetings and people would think I was the assistant and they'd look at the men in the room and think they were in charge and they weren't in charge. So once I looked at my wardrobe and said, do does this represent a powerful, smart entrepreneur? No, it doesn't. And I had to take a look at that and get rid of it. So I would say that would be like a great first step for all of your listeners is just identify like who, who you want, who you are and who you want the world, what you want the world to think when they see you and go in your closet and see if that matches. That is amazing. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I think, wow, I really have a lot more issues in this front than I even thought when I woke up this morning. But <laughs> so here's another one for you. I have a really difficult time letting go of clothing that, as you said, it looks good. And it's, you know, especially my latest excuse is that clothing is getting cheaper. Like even if you shop at Nordstrom's now, it used to be that the fabrics were thick and they were nice and like they covered up any flaws I may or may not have. 
Um, and now with everything being so thin, you can see every little proportion. So it kind of scares me to like let go of clothes thinking that there won't be new ones and not even from a money standpoint. Like, yeah. Do you, do you have <laughs> suggestions for that? Like, how do you get us over that stuff? Yeah. You know, it's, it's all about, you know, for me, something I always tell my clients is, you know, buy the best quality that you can afford and go to like whatever means you need to do that. So if it's buying like high end consignment or if it's shopping at Saks off fifth instead of Saks, um, if you level up, you can find better quality because yeah, things are faster, things are thinner, things are cheaper, but buying things that like you genuinely love. Um, and also the older I get, the more I embrace shapewear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that could huh. be help. That could be helpful too. But yeah, like try, you know, the thing with things being so cheap and so thin and so easy to buy is we don't put a lot of thought and consideration into those purchases where, you know, I just was shopping. It was my birthday, so I was buying myself some, like, oh, fancy stuff. Thanks. And you hem and haw a little longer when it's more expensive, when it's higher quality. But when it's cheap, you're like, ah, just get it, you know, whatever. And then it hangs in your closet and takes up space and just oh. isn't perfect. Um, so, yeah, like, try to level up the quality and definitely get things tailored. Huh. Ooh, you know, that's another thing I don't do. Like I never get stuff tailored and I probably should. Yeah. It's like one of those things, like I'll, you know, I'll admit I'll have a pile of stuff that needs to go to the tailor and it'll take me two weeks to get it there. But after I do, I'm like, why don't I always do this? I need a standing appointment with the tailor because it makes such a huge difference. Huh. Only okay, well, like no one can buy off the rack. Like only... 60% of women can't buy off the rack because it doesn't fit. So you need to go to the freaking tailor. <laughs> we are going to talk about that when we come back. Cause honestly, like I've never been to a tailor. Uh, so everybody stay tuned and we're going to get even more great advice from Lauren and also hear more about how she's built her empire. Stay tuned. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Aliens with Gas is the program you're listening to. We are the Extraterrestrial Rock Show airing every Saturday afternoon on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. And we're going to play the rest of the Uli John Roth interview on our overtime. And I dig that because you're doing the, the Brady Bunch thing, aren't you? I am. Because <laughs> I have you, a, is that you're doing? a theremin app right. on my phone. So it's not, you know, a real theremin. If anybody knows the Brady Bunch, what I'm talking about... Watching the skies. That's every Saturday right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey, everyone. I'm back with the amazing Lauren Messiah. Uh, Her fashion brand is called School of Style, and uh, she does makeovers on people like me, apparently much more deeply coming up, um, and just makes us feel great no matter what your weight, no matter what your goals are in life, but it's all centered around your goals and then your closet matching that. So just before the break, we Lauren had mentioned that she goes to a tailor. And to be honest, like fashion is probably my least knowledgeable subject, as I've been admitting here. And I'm curious, Lauren, like I literally have never been to a tailor. So like oh how like how do you how? How? Like how do you find somebody? How do you know what to tell them? How do you anything on this front I think could be helpful <laughs> to people like me? Yeah. So like I said before, people, you know, that one of the number one things people say is like, nothing ever fits me. That's because clothing was not made with you in mind. It was made with like one person in mind, the fit model that was there to make, help make the patterns. That's so, so mean. <laughs> yeah, right? So you know, 60% of women cannot buy off the rack and have things fit them perfectly. So that's a lot of that's a lot of people. So you've got to visit a tailor just to get the fit right, whether it's the length or, you know, taking something in here, letting something out there. So when you find a tailor, here's two secrets. Okay. One, if you walk into a tailor, maybe you found them on Yelp or something, and they have a bunch of pictures of celebrities on the wall, then that's a good place to go because that means stylist take the clothing for their clients and get them altered there. You're definitely not going to get the best results by just going to the dry cleaner and saying like, can you take in this dress? They're probably not going to do a good job. Um, Another way to find a great tailor is to call high end boutiques. So let's say, you know, whatever city you're in, we're in LA. So like Rodeo drive. So call a store that's on Rodeo drive and say, where do you get your, uh, items tailored if it doesn't fit one of your customers and they'll tell you a good tailor so you'll know that you'll be in good hands and when you go to a tailor that knows their stuff they'll know what to do so obviously things that are too big in the waist like that's pretty easy I always tell people to buy clothing for the biggest part of their body and so many people don't do that Uh, people that have like big butt or bigger hips they're like oh jeans never fit me because if they fit in the thighs they're big in the waist so they try to buy the size that fits the waist and then it looks like a sausage like stuffed in at the legs Uh so you buy the bigger pair you go to the tailor and you say make this fit and they will do it oh so say i mean a lot of the audience is living in middle america and i'm sure that they can go somewhere that there's celebrities on the wall uh, where then would you recommend going to like, go on Yelp, go, go on, on Yelp. Yelp, go okay. on Yelp, go on Yelp. 
for sure. Look for reviews um, because if people have done a good job, they're going to talk about it. If people have done a bad job, they're going to talk about it. So, you know, a lot of my virtual clients are in like all different areas, you know, all over the world and they've gotten things butchered by tailors and that is always heartbreaking. So look for reviews, look for referrals. But even if you're in middle America and you don't have a Rodeo drive, like there's always a nice store in your town, you know, call the nice store and ask like, what's your favorite tailor? And even department stores these days have really great tailors like Nordstrom. They have in-house tailoring and they'll do the tailoring for free most of the time. Like if you have a Nordstrom card, um, Bloomingdale's, they have great tailors right in their stores and they will just do it right there. So there's, there's no excuse. Everyone ah, can find a tailor. Cool. Okay. So now I want to transition into Lauren, the businesswoman. Um, as I said, I've been lucky enough to watch you really grow your brand. I'm curious. I know that you've worked with a mentor. Can you tell people a little bit about like what made you make that decision and whether you were happy about it along those lines? Like, what do you think really helped you? Yeah. So again, just as I talked about with style, I think once you get into that point of things being very painful, like pain accelerates growth. So I have two different businesses. Um, my personal styling business, which can be found at laurenmessiah.com. And then my fashion school, which teaches people how to become a stylist is School of Style. And that's at schoolofstyle.com. So for me, like I was juggling these two different brands and these two different businesses that are both related to one another. And I was finding that I kept getting stuck. Um, I kept getting, people were getting confused about what I do. And I was just frustrated because I had set certain goals for myself. Um, I wanted to hit like a certain, um, you know, financial milestone by the time I was 35 and I just feel like I was kind of beating my head up against the wall. And being an entrepreneur, you're kind of in a bubble by yourself. Like I would uh. talk to my, no I would talk to my normal friends, like <laughs> you work too much, or like you know, just that sort of non-advice. So I ended up finding a mentor, and I'll never forget the call that I had with her. And I just ended up like in tears. Like I just called to be like, yeah, you know, I need a business mentor. I'm, I have two businesses. It's kind of hard to run them both. I want to go to this level. And all of a sudden I'm like crying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was just like the same thing of like getting to the core of what I really want in life and feeling confident enough to get there. Um, before I worked with a mentor on my business, my confidence was really, really low around business. Um, so yeah, being broken down and then brought back up changed everything for me. Oh, wow. Very cool. And so what, what do you think the mentor like really did? Uh, what, she, well, what she really did and it, she really changed definitely my personal styling business, you know, which we've been talking about today was figuring out what my true gift was as a stylist and just as a person. So we started breaking down like who my exact customer was okay. and it got, it was like, you know, whenever you're figuring out if there's any uh, business owners out there, 
who are like, oh, yes, my demographic is a, a female and she's, you know, in her late 30s, early 40s and she wants to look better. Uh, but my coach was able to help me figure out like what, like the core insecurities of for my perfect client and kind of got people out of that box of like, I only work with female executives to, wow, I can really connect with people and figure out my true gift. And that was, that allowed me to drop other things that were more superficial. Like I remember when I was trying to kind of claw my way up to the top was like, well, if I just get this many Instagram followers, then, you know, I'll make the money that I want. And then if I get on this show, it will change everything. And once I strip that away of like, I just want to help people. And this is what I'm good at doing. And once I got in touch with that, everything opened up. It was like, now I can write a book and now I can create video content that's truly useful and I can reach the right people. So yeah, I think the mentor, uh, you know, slash coach just really helped me get in touch with who I am and what I'm good at. Yeah, I think it's funny because a lot of people like know that we have to go to experts for our accounting or for dentistry or even trainers, but somehow with other areas in life, you feel like I don't need that. I shouldn't need that or whatever. Mm -hmm. I also thought it was really interesting. And I don't know if you realized you said this, but you were like my normal friends, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is so true. Like I feel like as entrepreneurs, we really are, um, I mean, passion driven for the most part, like, I don't know, there were, two, I mean, I admit there were years that I worked way too much. Like I did not mind writing Biggest Loser cookbooks from eight in the morning till two in the morning and repeat, you know, for weeks on end. And it really didn't bother me. I mean, now that I'm older, like I really do seek balance. I get cranky if I don't have balance, but I'm curious, like, obviously you have a deep passion for this. Do you remember like when it started, how it started, and like what made you decide to be a non-normal entrepreneur? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so funny because I was thinking about it this morning during my like little meditation time. But I mean, I've known that I've wanted to do something related to fashion since I was like five years old. You know, I watched mm -hmm. I watched Wizard of Oz and I saw that shoes could be a game changer with some <laughs> slippers, and I'm like, you know, that's it. My grandmother taught me how to sew. When I was five, I was making clothes for me and for my Barbies. So I just knew, and it's just always kind of like been inside me. I went to school for fashion. My parents were like, don't do that. You know, get a real <laughs> job. You're not going to make any money. Um, so it's just been this like driving force and just trying everything until I figure out, till I figured out what I wanted to really do. So first it was, I'm going to be a fashion designer and then it's going to be, I'm going to be a blogger and like everything just led me to where I was supposed to go. But I don't know. I never really fit into a box just in my life. I never was a part of like a clique or a friend group. Like I was always the outsider in high school and I was always the person in the office setting that was like, why are we doing it this way? You should do it that way. <laughs> so it's like, I didn't really have a choice, but to, be an entrepreneur because oh, that's pretty funny <laughs> I think I'd probably last very long in the other uh the other outlets for work oh my god that's really funny I also love too. I want to like really take a moment to point out 
to people in general who are listening that, you know, Lauren said, like her parents, you know, suggested she not do this. And it's funny, my parents always encouraged me to do everything that I wanted. But to this day, my father is still terrified over my career, uh, you know, and the choices to, I mean, in part because like LA is just such a weird town and business doesn't work the way business works in a hardcore, like my dad's a hardcore businessman Mm -hmm. and um, the logic and the integrity and so many things aren't the same. But as I said, like, I really want people to know that every single one of us have been told, oh, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. You, you know, there's much safer choices um, but in order to like really live your dream, and I'm not suggesting that anybody go and, you know, quit their job and follow a passion exclusively without, you know, and disregarding their needs in life. Obviously, if you don't have the baseline needs, that becomes a desperation. But, you know, if there's something in your heart that's so deep to really, you know, start pursuing it on the side. There are so many online businesses that can be created. And there are so many people in our non-normal circle, Lauren, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that have come out of people, you know, they started it when they were an executive at this place. And they were so unhappy that they were filling a need that was in their own lives. Yeah, I worked when I started like really doing my business on my own, I worked at AOL and I was an executive assistant. So like, in between fetching my boss lunch and wanting to like throw him and myself out the window. Um, I started, you know, working on the stuff on the side and yeah, like if you have a passion, I feel like we're just trained to like ignore that you're supposed mm-hmm. to do it this way. Like follow the path, get the office job, you know, go to college, get married, um, fight against that and see what happens. Yeah, I completely agree. Well, I hate this, but we're almost out of time. So can you please tell people again how we can stay in touch with you and follow you and learn more from you? Because I'm sure everybody's going to want to. Yay, I hope so. Uh, Go on over to laurenmessiah.com. That is my website. And you can find all things Lauren. I have some free resources. Um, You can download my ultimate wardrobe checklist. It's right there on the homepage. Um, So then you can go in your closet and make sure you have everything that you need. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm also on YouTube. I've got tons of free content. So start at laurenmessiah.com and go from there. Which is M-E-S-S-I-A-H. Yep. Lauren Messiah. Well, thank you so much, Lauren. I can't thank you enough for giving us uh, an hour of your morning. And uh, you've been incredible. And I look forward to connecting with you further. Stay tuned, everyone, for, um, well, actually, I should say, tune back in next week. In upcoming weeks, I have Peter Shankman, who started HARO, which is Help a Reporter Out, and can get anyone on television. I'll give you those, or he'll give you those secrets, and how he created a huge... Uh, disruptor to people paying ridiculous amounts of money to find out about TV appearances and things. And then uh, I also have Chelly Campbell, who's a financial expert, has been my friend for years. So make sure you tune in next week and uh, everybody have a great week. Thanks for listening to Have It All. Be sure to join Devin Alexander for another great show next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until we talk again, have a fit and fun week.